Brennan first went through, he had a problem. His problem was that he just spent a crap ton of money to become a physical therapist. And he felt like he almost got duped. Okay. All right. But here's the deal. He experienced that problem. And then he said, all right, I got to figure out how I can circumvent and navigate through this problem. He did that. He did that by saying, you know what, I'm going to go and I'm going to figure out where are they actually paying good enough money for this to actually make sense you know, for me. Might not be the most ideal places, but he was able to figure that out. And then he said, I'm going to go on a war path, figure out how I can do this and help others go through this because I know they're going through this as well. If you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the Wealth Code by creating solutions and value in today's ever-changing world so you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets podcast. I am your host, Greg Todd. Today, I have a special guest. This is going to be a fun podcast. I don't know where this is going to fully go. I just know it's going to be really, really fun. Uh, I don't even know how to introduce this guy. Uh, he is, I guess, technically, he's a mentee of mine. He's in one of my programs. Um, I, I, I honestly follow his work. I love what he does. Um, and, and just really proud to just watch his entire journey. And by the way, uh, you got to follow him because he's 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 a total hoot. Okay, <laughs> all right. And he gives out lots of value uh, and lots of things. We're going to talk about all that stuff on today's podcast. So, with that said, Brandon Smith, welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. Thank you for having me on the podcast, Greg. I really appreciate it. Anything you want me to do to introduce myself besides that? Yeah, no. Tell the people a little bit about your story. Go ahead. Okay. So for me, I was well, I am a licensed PT. But I graduated PT school in 2018. During that time, when I went to PT school, I thought I was going to be an outpatient PT. In PT school, I kind of felt that I was lied to in a sense. Because I know when I applied to PT school, they're like, Vision 2020, be the doctor of the future. And I was like, okay. And then I would go to events like CSM and things along those lines in PT school. And they'd be like, don't expect to get paid more than $60,000 a year what's wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'm already halfway through PT school. I need to start figuring stuff out. So that's why I started looking into other avenues of PT, uh, like home health. Though I originally went to PT school, I should be an outpatient orthopedic PT. Um, then what happened was I graduated PT school and I went, got a job in home health that was a terrible predatory job. I didn't know any better. I was struggling and I did some research, talked to a few people and realized that there was a middleman agency that was created that was literally staffing me out, getting paid like $180 a visit and paying me $30. And I was like, wow, I got a doctorate to be treated this way. Like, <laughs> it's like, why did I get a doctorate if I was going to be treated this way? Then I contacted, well, actually, I tried to actually then get a travel contract, which ended me getting an agency, a real agency in my area. They offered me, I was about three months out of school. They offered me my first $100,000 salary. And I was like, you know, I graduated three months ago. And it's like, here's a $100,000 salary. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. You know, this is, <laughs> it's something that I was told I could never do. I then went and started teaching other people how to do that. Um, that went and then created, created the um, Tensi Home Health Mentor course. It's been four years now. Now, I believe I've helped over a hundred, no, over 1,000 people 
hit $120,000 or more. But what's funny, funny with that course is now because of stuff I've done in the course, I'm like, hey guys, do this to increase your income, but then you're going to quit and you're going to go create your own source of income. So now it's kind of changed into, into you know, we're going to get our capital up first and then we're going to go and invest in, in other vehicles. And now I've kind of gone into the investing, mentoring, coaching realm, similar to you, but it all started with me feeling like I was being lied to in PT school. Okay. Let's, okay. We're literally going to take the podcast and we're going to go off of everything that you just said. Let's start first with the first thing that you said to me, which is, Greg, I felt like I was being lied to. Uh, let's talk about your expectations prior to starting physical therapy school. What did you think was going to happen when you heard about this thing, Vision 2020, they're moving the profession to a doctorate? What did you think was going to happen? And, and what led you to thinking that? Who told you that? Let's talk about that a little bit, because I think a lot of people feel the way that you're feeling, but maybe you could kind of clarify it a bit more. So I think that I thought that if you had a doctoral degree, it meant you were paid well, regardless of, you know, any of that doctoral specialty. Obviously, physicians are paid well, but I was like, if you're getting a doctoral degree, it sh you should be paid appropriately. And I was at a point where I had an undergraduate degree in biology, and all I was really ever doing, doing with that was delivering food. I then worked uh, for a bit with, with another degree I wasted time on. I'm at the point right now where I'm like, wow, degrees are a huge waste of time unless you know you want to be something from the time, <laughs> time you're little. So my mindset has changed completely. But I was at the point where it's like I had an undergraduate degree where I didn't know what I could do with it besides deliver food because you really can't do anything with a biology degree, right? That's literally where I was at. And I was like, okay, well, let me go to PT school. I like I like exercise. I like this. I was doing personal training. I was, I was liking this stuff. And I was like, okay, do I, do I go to the next level? And then honestly, more like a PT cast and Capti, when you start filling out your applications, it's like, you're going to be the vision, the doctor of the future, right? Vision 2020 on your application essay. And so you start getting this thing in your head. Then you go to interviews and they're like, yeah, we do this, this, and this, but it got to a point where, you know, it's not, it's not the reality, right? So if you're even a pre-PT listening to this or a PT student, you might get a little bit depressed listening to this right now, but something where you can create whatever you want. But I think for me, I was expecting somebody else to give me something because I, you know, paid time and money for it, right? And anything you should put time and money into, you should get a return on. Right. Unfortunately, it's not really the case for PT anymore. Mm. Okay. So gosh, there, there's so much to unpack here. So you, you, I, I believe just honestly, it's like so many other people. Okay. There is this degree that I can get. It's going to give me a doctorate, which is different than what I had with my undergrad degree in biology. It's going to cost a lot of money. And would you say at least at that time, I know your mind's just totally different, you know, today, but would you say at that time that you felt like the actual doctorate in and of itself, as well as because it was a high amount, because you went to UN, right? And it was a high amount that when you combine the two, it was going to give you a pretty big return on your investment because of A, the status of being a doctor and because you were paying a lot of money. So when you pay a lot of money to something, we just assume that that's going to give us a sizable investment based on the amount of money we make. Is that fair to say? 
I think that's fair to say. One thing I will clarify, the PT school is a bit different where my tuition was locked in at a pretty decent rate. So it's actually not as expensive as some a few other schools. Okay. But I would say that it was like, yeah, I'll have a doctoral title. So you should pay me whatever, which is now it's a terrible, terrible mindset to have, but it's a mindset I had at the time. Right. I, but I think Brendan, I think a lot of people still have that mindset. I, a lot of people still have that mindset. That's why this is very important to kind of talk about. Um, so, so then you got to the point where you started to shift, right. And you started to, you know, say, wait a minute, am I going to get paid 60 K 70 K da, 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 da. When did that happen for you? So that actually happened probably two years into my PT program. And I was like, oh, well, I've gone too far to really do anything else at this point. I'm almost done. Right. And now I think it's different where, again, with the mindset that's changed now, it's like, as long as I can go and solve a problem, my credentials don't matter, right? As you know, but back then... I was like, why would they pay me this much? Because I understand reimbursement. I didn't understand insurance. I didn't understand all these things back then. And it's something where you still need to understand them today. But I got in a place in my head where I was like, if you have a doctoral title, you should pay be paid this, this, and this. And I do think that you know there should be a base salary around six figures for PTs now for the amount of time and effort that goes into it. I know it's hard with reimbursement going down, but at the same time, it's also going to be why, 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 if you can't provide any value besides the title too. So it's a complete change, but for me, it's somebody that I know, even when I, this is funny, because even when I was in PT school, I think I would see some of your content. I'm like, what is he talking about? And now people get offended with my content. And I'm like, I get it. You know, so. <laughs> Bro, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Okay. So, so now you get out of PT school, you decide I can't do this. I'm not just going to work for someplace and make 60, 70, you start to go into home health. Your first job was, I think the way you said it is predatory. It was not a, um, really not a good situation, right? And then you kind of figure out your way around that until you got, I guess, a six-figure job. Uh, and now you've helped thousands. It looks like like over a thousand people get, make over hundred K a year. Um, and it seems like what you have done is that you followed the principle of income minus expenses equal savings plus investments, right? So the thing is like, we can't talk, like now your whole programs and everything that you're doing, and I want you to talk about that a bit, but it seems like like the first step, you guys, as you all are listening to this, is that you have to make more money than you spend. And so what Brandon did is Brandon said, listen, how I was able to get to step one which is you have to make more money than you actually spend, is he didn't come out with a how to cut all your expenses down to nothing course. But what he came out with is, okay, you want to use this PT thing? All right. So here's what you do. This is how you find the jobs that are going to pay you six figures, pay you 130 a year, 120 a year, you know, whatever the case may be. And this is the mindset that you're going to have to have in order to make more money so that you can actually have money left over to do something with. Is that fair to say? Is that fair to say that you did that? Yeah, yeah, that, that's fair to okay. say. And it's something too where I hate to say it, but as somebody that struggled and now has a decent amount of money, it's money does solve a lot of problems and gets your mindset back and fixes a lot of things. And a lot of things I do even with my own coaching clients, 
is we're going to increase your income first before we do any investment advice, anything like that. Because it's like, if we're not at a certain level, I don't want them doing anything until they get to a certain level. Right, right, right. You guys, income minus expenses equals savings plus investment. The first thing that you have to do is you have to increase your income. Okay. Yes, you can bring down your expenses, but bringing down your expenses is finite. There's only so much you can go down. Okay. All right. Some of you are wasting your money on stupid stuff. All right. All right. But but the but the reality is is that your income is something that you can you can steadily increase and you really don't have a cap on that. You have a very definite floor with how much you're spending. Okay. But you don't have like you want to make sure that you take off the ceiling uh, with regards to the amount of income that you can generate. Okay. So now you're able to do that for lots of people. So let's give you a hand clap for that one. That's pretty impressive. All right. But then now you're like, all right, now you have extra money. Now let's invest. So let's talk about some of the things that you help people do and some of the ways that you help people actually invest so that they can make their money, create more money for them. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of things we do right now is actually, this is something that I did is I over the past two, three years, and this is because I had more time as a home health PT. I do want to clarify that. People are like, how did you have all this time to do this? And I'm like, okay, because I wasn't getting micromanaged for not having my shirt tucked in. Like I was driving around people's houses. I could look on my phone. You know, I could listen to podcasts. I could do these things. And over the past three, four years, I joined a lot of different like trading discords, other things about investments. And then what I did is I was like, okay, I like this. I don't like this. I like this. I don't like this. And then what I did is I went and created my own little uh, discord community where I actually start originally I put stuff for free out there and then I realized it wasn't valued. So then I put it behind the paywall in the community. But what then happened is whatever was the best from multiple sources I joined, I then added the best aspects to my own community. So now we do stuff like, now we're mostly daily stock trading, uh, daily options trading. Uh, there's a, there's at least two or three calls a week with, with the trading calls. We're mostly doing out the money options. It's a bit riskier there, but it's something where somebody can join. And we've grown a small account from $1,000 to $4,000 over the past month, which is like, that's a huge return, a $3,000 return on that. So we, we go, we go the options route. So it's day trading. We're staying away from crypto right now. <laughs> I don't recommend anyone touch crypto until... The market recovers like next year. So we're, so we're staying away from crypto right now. We have touched on some real estate stuff, but right now, again, we're kind of waiting due to the economy and stuff going on. But it's really right now we're doing mostly uh, stocks and options. We have done crypto in the past. There it has been some real estate concepts and at least understanding stuff from real estate that you can use to even lower your AGI, your adjusted gross income, such as the Augusta rule when you rent your business to your house. But that's currently the main three that we are doing. But the number one thing, as I'm sure you know, is let's build a solutions-based business. Wow. Love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, guys. So let's kind of dive into a couple of things that, that, that Brandon said. Number one is we have to make more income than what we're spending. And then it gives you the ability to start to invest. Okay. Number two, um, there are different types of investments. Okay. Uh, whether it is day trading, whether it is options trading, whether it's real estate investing, whether it's crypto, whether it's like, or business, okay? These are all ways that you can um, invest money, but the money can give you a return on your investment. When you are working as just strictly an employee, none of that is happening on your behalf. You are working, giving your time in exchange for someone's money, okay? 
and you're doing that trade over and over and over again. You want to get to the point where you are using some of your resources to create money for you. And it's not always you physically being there. Brandon teaches some of those different things. And I want to tell you all, a lot of the things that he teaches are not things that I am great at. And I want you to give them your information and ways for them to get into your world. Because these are things that like, this is what he geeks over. This is what he, he like does all the time. All right. So can you give us, I know you can't like teach day trading or options trading, um, you know, in a podcast, but can you just give people the premise of, of what it's all about and how you actually make money doing this? So first of all, it's about risk tolerance. And again, you know, if you are trading time for money at this point and you're struggling, I don't recommend that you do it. I just want to clarify that. Sure. And things are going to be, you know, getting out of your comfort zone and increasing your income. When it comes to the options trading uh, that we mostly do on a daily basis, as well as the stock trading, what we have is a lot of systems I've built out. I've collaborated with a group of day traders, collaborated with other people where now we have a weekly watch list that gets sent out every Sunday that people can read, know what's going to happen in the market, know what's going on. It's actually a 24-page PDF that goes out every Sunday. Then every single day, there's a daily watch list that pops up, shows what stocks to buy, either call options, put options on, or just buy and sell, or to not touch at all. There's some days where we're like, hey, you know, uh, Russia just hit Poland with a missile, potentially. Let's not trade today, just in case. <laughs> so, so there's things, things going on where, where we're safe. And I teach risk first. What I teach a lot of people though, too, is I don't say, hey, go and do this. I say, hey, learn what you need to do. Go on account like Webull and start paper trading. Because my biggest philosophy for a lot of people is if you can't make money with, with fake money, you have no business making any money with real money. Right. Okay. I love that. Um, so there's a couple things here. Uh, guys, are you hearing what he's doing? And by the way, how are you charging people for this? It's in a membership, right? Yeah, it's actually a different value ladder where there's you can join the community for actually only $10 right now. That's probably going to go away because it's what well, I've had. I've had the most issues with the people in the $10 tier, to be honest with you. Um, that's the basic one. Then there's a $40 advanced tier. And then the coaching with me is application only. And that's mm -hmm. something where you would go to actually my first employee, Cole, who then, who then would take your call and see if you're good for the program. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And is that like a monthly thing as well? Is that like a, a monthly, you know, coaching as well? It's monthly recurring, or you can pay up front, or we can, we have a few yearly, and then we do have a minimum commitment though, because if we're going to teach you all these things and give you access to lots of resources, we want to make sure you're with us for at least 90 days. Okay. I love it. Guys, let, look, let's, let's just break down everything that Brandon said. Okay. Let's go back to the beginning of the podcast. Brandon first went through, he had a problem. His problem was that he just spent a crap ton of money to become a physical therapist, and he felt like he almost got duped, okay? All right, but here's the deal. He experienced that problem, and then he said, all right, I got to figure out how I can circumvent and navigate through this problem. He did that. He did that by saying, you know what? I'm going to go, and I'm going to figure out where are they actually paying good enough money for this to actually make sense you know, for me. Might not be the most ideal places, but he was able to figure that out. And then he said, I'm going to go on a warpath, figure out how I can do this and help others go through this because I know they're going through this as well. Okay. So he did that. And then after he started doing that, he's like, wait a minute, I probably don't want to go to Gertrude's house every single day 
can smell all of our cat piss and all this other stuff. So maybe, maybe this is not what I want to do for the next 35 years. So let me find other things that I can do to help me with generating money, right? Again, another problem. He solved the first problem, y'all. He got the job, but then he realized, I don't think I want to do this for the rest of my life. So he started saying, you know what? I'm going to figure out now that I've got extra money, how I can have that money make me more money, okay? So now he solved another problem, okay? You guys, do you see what he's done? What he's done? And by, and by the way, when he started, he started, he was primarily into crypto, Right. He was primarily into, into crypto. Is that is that fair to say? I had crypto and also I was lucky with the AMC squeeze. So those okay. two. All right. So he had crypto and he was one of the ones a, AMC to the moon and he did okay there. All right. Wonderful. So so here's the deal. He But then the crypto is not doing as well. So now he saw, oh, problem. All right. Let me go now into options trading. Okay. And he's doing more of that. And so now... He's, you guys, he's constantly going through personal problems and he's solving it for himself. But then once he solves it for himself, he's saying, you know what? I'm going to take more people along with me. That's it. And what he's done is he's created a business model that is where it is. I will help you learn how to do this thing and I will teach it to you, but you are going to pay me for it. And he has different levels and his different levels are you want little help, but more than what you're getting right now, start here. You want a little bit more help, which is better than the little help, but it's not all me. You go here and then, okay, you want me to give you my time to help you with getting from point A to point B to point C, then you're going to go here. You guys, this literally is how you do it. This is how you do it. Now, you're like, well, what if I don't know stocks and options? Shut up. You know something. We are in a, look, we are in, it's, it's a hundreds of billion dollar industry right now. And the reason why this industry is a thing is because school wet the bed on all of us. It has failed us miserably in the traditional system. So if you have something that can practically help somebody else, you can literally do what this man has done in your way. That might be you teaching people the right things to eat. That might be you helping people with how to get fit. That might be you helping someone overcome, you know, chronic spine issues. That might be you helping someone with, um, with being able to, pass an exam that they have had struggle with. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But what you have to be willing to do is you have to be willing to start to look at the problems that you have and look at your ability to be able to solve those problems. And then once you have actually successfully solved the problem, not, not that I haven't solved it here, let me tell you that I'm like the greatest thing ever. And you don't even know what the hell you're doing. Once you actually solve that problem, you now get rewarded with being a person that can actually guide others, other people through the thing that you just solved for yourself and for others. Is that pretty fair to say, Brandon? Yeah, that's fair to say. One thing I want to clarify to you, I didn't really go over this in the beginning, but you know, I probably had a lot more struggles than a lot of people listening to this. And it's something where you know I didn't have support from anyone. Like I have an amazing wife now, but when I started with all this, no parents. 
no family support struggle. Like I was stealing food, you know, and like, I went from like, as a DPT, right. As a DPT who had to steal food <laughs> to, to, to what I'm doing now. I think it's that too many people are comfortable and too many people are afraid to take the risk. The other thing that we're going to run into too, and I'm sure, I'm sure you see this too, is unfortunately the people that you're closest to, they're going to be the last people to be your clients, right? You're going to find a stranger to be your client, usually faster than your friend or your family. So people are like, oh, my friend doesn't want to buy my service. That's because that's going to be the last person that really truly believes in your service. Unfortunately, it's a jealousy thing. It's an envy thing, or maybe they just think that you're your friend to do it for free. But I've even noticed in my own business recently, I've had people I went to PT school with join my community, you know, three, three years later, like, where were you the past three years, but now you join the community. So it's right. just something for people to understand. Okay. Here, uh, bro, you got a little bit more time. I want, I want to throw some other things at you. Okay. Is that cool? Is that cool? You have a little more time? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's dive into this. You know, uh, what Brandon, you know, he, he said, he, he just mentioned it, but uh, Brandon lost his parents before he even got into PT school, if I remember correctly. Um, and and uh, and this guy has basically done all this with very, very, very little support, you guys. And I think I think that's partially a, his, his content can be very it's the most entertaining content. It really is like like I don't really consume anything on social media. Uh, I just produce. but. I, I do have, I do follow Brent. Okay. <laughs> and so, and so his day in the life stuff is actually quite, it's quite amusing. All right. Um, but here's the deal. The guy has had nothing handed to him. And the reality is that many of us just haven't been built for it. You know, life has just been too easy for you to ever want to do anything that's of any type of risk, you know? Um, and this is not somebody that was built and born to be an entrepreneur. But over the last, I would say, four years, he has been. Um, so here's, I guess, my question to you. What have been, I don't know, the biggest valuable lessons besides family and friends not wanting to pay you anything? <laughs> um, what has been some of the big valuable lessons that you have learned over these last four years of you going into this entrepreneurial world? I think a lot of it has to do with mindset. A lot of people are risk adverse. But what I want to say is you might be worried about what can go wrong, but you're not worried about what can happen, right? If you like, okay, well, let me at least try it, see what happens. Also, most people that are licensed healthcare professionals, especially PT specifically, worst case, say you lose $30,000, you can go get a travel contract and make that back in 16 weeks. So it's like, why are you afraid of the risk? I just, I, I never understood that because it's like, you know, things could go wrong, but you have a high income skill where you could go work somewhere for 13 weeks, make your money back, do certain things, invest. I think it's also going to be who you're around too. Mm -hmm. I know I've been around negative people before. Um, currently, the reason she's she's my wife now is because she's like, okay, yeah, go try it. I support you. you know, She's like, try it for a year, see, if it, see, see what happens. But it's like when you're around people that encourage you to, to chase your goals and, and your dreams, and also you surround yourself by people that have done the things that you want to do, as you were saying earlier about experience, some people that I'm sure you see too, they'll pop up and be like, Hey, I'm a coach now. And it's like, you just graduated PT school. What? <laughs> like, it just, I, I see stuff like that all the time, but just, I would say always take the risk because it's better to know what can happen. And then also for me, as somebody that this is, oh, I think I'm becoming more like anti, anti-government in the sense accidentally now, but 
you know, as somebody that lost my parents, both at a relatively young age, I'm like, okay, you know, they, they worked for 20, 30 years. They paid Medicare. They paid social security. I don't get that money. They never got it. It just goes back into the government. I'm like, it's all a scam. And I think, cause I witnessed that it's like, okay, I'm going to do the best that I can do on the time I have left. Right. Mm. I love that. Gosh, I love that. Wow. Okay. Um, give me a painful lesson. Give me a really painful lesson that you, something that just, uh, but, but it, but, but it's been a good lesson for you. Something that you've learned over the last, you know, three to four years. If you want to give me two, you can, but at least one. So the painful lesson that I've learned, probably the most painful thing was that if you're around people that don't support you, whether it's a wife, a girlfriend, a partner, you need to leave. When I was in PT school, I was actually like, I was in a relationship, but I think I was there for the wrong reasons. And it was more of like a toxic relationship. And like, I was too afraid to leave because honestly for me, because I didn't have anyone else. And I was like, well, this is, I mean, be treated terribly, but I don't have anyone else. And it was like, okay, I just got to the point where it's like, I just need to basically say F it and just go and just cut this off. But it's one of those things where I wasted too much of my time surrounded with the wrong person. And had I cut that off sooner, I think I would have been further ahead. Well, okay. So it's the people that you have in your life and not just who you're allowing in, but who you can get rid of. That's going to allow you to be in the right mindset and right mind space to be able to grow to what you're capable of growing to love that. All right. Um, so if, look, we've got a lot of different types of people that listen to the podcast, right? There are students, lots of PTs trying to figure out their way. We have OTs, we have registered dietitians. There's anything that you can give to them right now of value, whether it is leading them to something that you have or, or some words of wisdom. What, what would you tell my audience on a whole right now? So on a whole right now, what you should do is wait about three, four weeks for my hidden income book. It's called the secret, uh, the hidden one, secret guide to increasing your wealth as a PT. It's applicable to PTs, OTs, everyone there. That's going to be on Amazon. The easiest thing would be follow me on Instagram. However, you may be offended. Um, I personally do that though. Like even, even though we can talk like this, the reason why I make some content that's ridiculous is A, I think it's funny, but B, it actually filters my audience. So people that get to my application page or go into my programs aren't going to cause problems. If that makes sense. You guys, you want to, this is probably one of the biggest things that people struggle with is that they don't want to offend anybody. They want to be the person for everyone. And you know, that doesn't work. That, that, that just creates so much pain and so much heartache. Um, uh, were you ever that for your audience, were you ever like, or, or from the get go, I can't remember, like, 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 have you gotten more pol uh, polarizing over the last year or so? I don't think so. I think I've, I, th I think I've gotten worse because now I can really, you know, I'm not going to get fired. Right. People that argue with me are the ones that are going to get fired. Right. But like, you know, so I can do, I can do whatever I want, but I'll say, I, you remember probably when I tried to join SSPT, people are like, don't let him in the program. He's made some offensive content. Right. Bro. <laughs> Bro, I remember that. And and didn't we talk about it? What was it? It, it was, well, I, I was like, and by the way, that would have been one of the worst mistakes I ever made. Yeah. Yeah. And it was something where it's so crazy. You know, when I think about that now, sorry, sorry. No, no. You know, we need to talk about this. I don't care if it's on a podcast. It's so funny because people were like, oh, oh, you don't want that. And I'm like, 
what? So I remember reaching out to you and I was so impressed. Like you were just so like, like I very rarely have I had anyone that's remorse, contrite. Hey, you know, like you were just, I was like, wow, I was amazed. And by the way, I, I don't usually do personal meetings with people. I was so impressed that me and you ended up doing like two months later. Didn't we do a breakfast at, remember we did at Sweet Sage? And I was like, this, this guy's a good dude, you know, it's a good dude. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember that. That would have been a really bad mistake for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was that. I think I've always had a tendency to, to basically call people on their BS because, and same thing too, right? If you're trying to appease everyone, you're helping no one. So right. when it goes, to get goes down that path, but it's also like my own personal life experience and stuff that I've been through. I have, I have a low, low tolerance for things that just aren't true. And I just tend to know when people don't know what they're talking about. And if I'll say like, okay, well, what about this, this, and this? And then now what will happen if I comment, even on Facebook posts, people will randomly personally attack me. So it's not relevant to the post or the comment. And it's so weird, but I can see like how my content can make people feel differently. But at the same time, all my content is helpful. And one thing I'll say too, it's like, whether it was my home health course, that now I think we talked about this at PT BizCon last year, but that course is now basically gave over hundred million dollars back to PTs. And it's something where like, when you're creating that much value, I think that you're going to get haters from people that are coming from a place of jealousy. And again, too, another lesson is that nobody's going to criticize you. That's doing better than you. Mm. Man, bro. Can I tell you a quick story about this? So this was in 2004, right? So 2004, I'm working on the WTA. Like, I, I'm not working on the tour. I'm just working with some of the Women's Tennis Association, you know, players. And so I'm working with this player. And uh, she's in the clinic that I'm working at at the time, right? Usually, I would go to her house, like, two to three days a week after work. But on this day, she was, like, she was work. She was, I, I was treating her in the clinic, right? Okay, so three players come in that day to the clinic besides her. She's there at the clinic. Like, she's not, she's not on the tour, you know, training at this point. She had a pretty bad injury. So she was at my clinic, like, for five hours, okay? Like, five hours that day. First person comes in. At, the, at that time, that player was ranked number four in the world, the one that I'm working with, right? First person comes in, ranked 78th in the world. She goes, hey, such and such. I won't say any names right now. Hey, such and such, da 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 whatever. And they're talking, and that person's in for about 45 minutes, an hour, and then they leave. Okay, you know, see you later. Yeah, yeah, we'll catch up. Next person comes in. That person's ranked 38 in the world. Hey, such and such, right? Hey, whatever, right? And they're talking the whole time, this and that, whatever. Last person comes in, is ranked number one. She says, effing bitch. And, you know, and, and they, like, they didn't talk. I mean, I heard her murmur on her voice and they didn't talk. And after she left, I was working. I was like, why did you say that? She goes, what? I said, I heard what you said. So why'd you say that? Well, look at her ranking. And what Brandon said is 100% the truth. You'll never have people hating on you. You'll never have people hating on you that are doing better than you. 
the number one person wasn't hating on her, but she was hating on the number one person. Keep that in mind, y'all. Keep that in mind. So I 100% agree with you. All right. With that said, can we talk about this book a little bit more? Um, besides Amazon, are there going to be other ways from then to get the book or is Amazon going to be the way? Because if so, we want to put the description below. So the best way will be DM me the word book on Instagram. My Instagram is at dr.smith underscore dbt. DM me the word book. You'll be able to get the uh, pre-sale on Amazon though, which will force them to stock the book, which is why I said Amazon. But if this is later on, you just DM me the word book and they'll be able to get it. What that book does, it tells my personal story of everything that I did from when I was 18, 19 years old to where I am now actually, and how they can do it as well. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Love it, love it, love it. And it's going to help them with, how they can make more money and helping them invest. I'm assuming it's going to have the whole gamut in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's called the secret guide to increasing your wealth as a physical therapist. And it's going to be, I'll send you a copy too, but Please, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I want an autograph copy from you. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have 30 hard copies here this week that I'm going to be giving to a few, few people, but I'll send you one as well for having me on the podcast. So I appreciate Perfect. it. I, yeah. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Brandon, it has been fantastic having you on. I'm really proud of you, bro. I'm proud of everything that you've done. Continue to do what you're doing. You're making waves in the profession. Uh, and thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Wealth Code Secrets. If you haven't already, please share this out so that more people can get access to The Wealth Code. Now, if you would like to work with us and connect with my team, go to www.connectwithgt.com. That's where you can find all my free trainings, free resources, and actually book a free strategy call with my team. So looking forward to talking with you. Remember, let's make your days count. Until next time. Thank you